Hello, and welcome to episode 108 Eight. of Regular Features. Features. Who, who, who 108 all of the pies? Seb, because 107, 108, 109. Yeah. <laughs> That's two jokes and one. I'm just going to yeah. nudge the chair of microphone destiny. If you can hear carpet sounds that's because Matt's making them with chair legs I think that was quite carpet. smooth quite smooth we're in the obviously well, studio Steve <laughs> it's quite good today actually. this is really good it is the uh, microphone is propped on a chair in my living room in our continuing efforts to get closer to it with each passing podcast and we're all so close to it that we might if we all stuck our tongs out full distance we could waggle them around and create a tricircle of, oh. of slime. Which, when viewed from above, would look like a fancy BBC ident. <laughs> like the one ding, where the dogs, <laughs> the dogs weaving in and out of the poles. Yeah, or the polar bears swimming in a circle. No, hippos. Hello and welcome to BBC Ah, you made a mistake two. about BBC oh. ident. <laughs> Next up on BBC Two, we have a programme about three men tonguing each other from a helicopter. Dang, dang, dang. Regular features, regular features. What is the feature coming next? Let us see. Now it's time for Steve's regular feature, which is well and truly lubed. Uh, Steve's <laughs> Monday. Well, it's all the- about the day that I had on Monday. Given that it's Tuesday today. That's the degree of preparation. Yeah, yeah. whole of yesterday had, preparing for this. You've had a lot of. T- you've had a night to let the facts of your feature sink in. Yes. So, this is what happened to me yesterday. I just had a fun day, and I thought I just wanted to tell you about it. I think I've already told you bits of it because I got so excited while it was happening. Mm. But I went. <laughs> Are you about to confess? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, it shouldn't need to be a confession because anybody with any rudimentary knowledge of regular features will be able to piece together the story quite quickly. Yeah. Should I admit this on the podcast? Well, the thing is, I don't yeah. know. I mean, you're I don't think fine. I broke any laws. We, we... Well, let's do the feature and let the readers decide whether Steve <laughs> broke any laws. Basically, I lied about having a full driver's licence. Oh, well, you, you sank your plums into the feature there. That's <laughs> like... <laughs> In order to drive a high-end sports car that's around a, a racetrack. That's a base plum crumble and no mistake. <laughs> was it on private It was property? on private property. So you weren't breaking the criminal law? No. You were just breaking um, trust. There was probably a form that I signed that says, please don't lie about your driving qualifications or ability before getting in the... Maybe if you destroyed parts. a car in the process of doing this, then you'd be in a lot of trouble. But as it turns out, you're probably getting away with it like a cheeky monkey. There's probably yeah. a lot of, um, let's say, insurance issues <laughs> that any relevant PR might be furious about. But not because nothing happened. Well, why would anyone care? What's the worst that could happen? Hang on, don't why don't we tell... Why don't we tell... Right. <laughs> let's... Maybe we're good delve deeping too quickly. The readers, Plunging maybe. too far what into this feature. If my life was a sitcom, and I often believe that it is, you guys. <laughs> I often respond to an invisible camera myself. <laughs> the title sequence would now play, and we'd go back in time, and we'd start <laughs> early in the day. Because an in- another interesting thing, this movie's not interesting. Do you know those that have the... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to find out. Um, you know, in airports... They have those full-body, the nudie scanners that take nudie pictures of you. 
Yeah, I do. And someone yeah. comes out from a. You a could room say and says, I'm into sir, with them. Sir, <laughs> is this your penis? Uh, I've seen your penis on a screen. <laughs> we just need to verify that it belongs to you. Me and the guys have been checking out your penis. And <laughs> Because, yeah, they can see basically your penis. Yeah, yeah they basically can. As, your as we've established with that conversation. They, they say that the images aren't stored and it's all. There's no they can print them out and suck them if they want them. And stuff. And it's like they've proven that people do save them and they laugh at them. And there's probably a Tumblr blog really? of them. Yeah, when they launched the TSA in America, they fucking oh, lost all the information. Bad people. And stuff. And who the fuck trusts is going to they trust? They lost it. Well, they lost it into the cloud. Yeah, they just uploaded it to iCloud. I guess you're basically being asked to trust humans you don't know, which is an inherently yeah. like no. And it's like I don't, I don't think it's a, it's a necessary line of defence. Mind you, well, I think the kind of person who applies for a job checking out dicks <laughs> is not to be trusted. Why do you have? Ex- do you, why do you think you have experience in the the field of? Checking out dicks. Well, I've spent a lot of time on Grinder, sir. <laughs> and it's very, very... I've got a lot, a, a huge stash of dicks. So I've done this opting out thing um, three or four times before in American airports. Do they take note of it, do you think? Mm. Uh, the, the first time I did it, they were weird and abrasive and didn't like the fact that I'd done it. And they were asking me a lot, like, why I didn't want to go through the machine. Mm. And then they took me aside and they pat me down and they sent me on my way. But then the second two times, I think they've been trained in it and they've been told that people are allowed to not go through the machine. Right, right. And they were courteous and professional. They took me aside and they did the pat down. And they said, now I'm going to do this. I'm going to run my fingers around the, your bell end and up your, just do all that stuff. But then, like, it'd be nicer if they walked their fingers around the bits that need to be checked, like a sort of little person walking up and down your inner thighs. <laughs> and it's like stopping <laughs> to inspect. Leaning in and having a sniff of certain I've heard a rumour they don't get maximum points unless they can do it all in one line. So they have to like run your finger up your chest, behind your ears, and then back down, up the arse, then back round. You're not allowed to cross any line that you Yeah, no, you're not. You're allowed to cross any lines and you're not allowed to remove the finger from the body at any point. Yeah. It's quite difficult. But this time in Gatwick, they had, they had them on the way out and I was like they pulled me aside to oh go through this machine and I said to the man who told me to go through the machine I said oh can I opt out and go for a pat down and said and he goes just go stand over there and he was like fuck he was being a dick mm. and uh, I went to the woman who told me to take off my shoes before the machine I was like oh can I opt out of this machine and get a pat down and she's like oh I don't think you can do that um, go ask the man over there the man who just shouted at me so I walked back over to him and he's like stand over there Shouting! I'm yeah, standing over there. I'm trying to get these men, to, these guys, to come through this. I was like, right. I've been told to go between these two people. So I went back to the woman, and then she went to get a supervisor, and they were all like, what? Like they were just annoyed and confused at the fact that someone had said that they didn't want to go through the machine. And uh, this guy, the supervisor, shows up in his suit, and he's like, okay, so I understand you've got a problem. I'm like, no, I just, I just, I don't, I'm not going to go through the machine. Just give me a pat down. It's, he goes, why don't you want to go through the machine? Privacy concerns. So right, well, it might be a while before we can get someone to come see you. Well, like you pat me down now, babe. <laughs> yeah, just pat me down right now. But then it was like thirty seconds. They just went and grabbed someone and took me into a little private room. Oh. And uh, and and did the search there. Not and to be all like nineteen fucking eighty four and all that, but a big problem of how these things happen is when you just you have a, an employee workforce that have just been told that this is how things are done. Yeah. But then you just have humans just happily just going, well, why why are you being weird about this weird thing that yeah. it's like people forget that what you're being asked to do as a human is weird. And when you've 
got a bunch that of is, yeah, humans it is who didn't invent thing. the idea to then say, well, it's normal, you've got to do it because it's part of their job. That's, that's what everyone does. My boss wouldn't have told me to do it if it was weird. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the, the idea that it's like, oh, you don't want to go through a scan that sees you naked. Oh, Jesus. But everyone Look, look at all way. those people going through it, sir. Why, why aren't you them? Yeah, why do you think you're better than them? Do you know something that they don't know? It's like when you give it to somebody as a job, it then just becomes like, they don't even question whether or not it's... Like they just see it as an inconvenience. Somebody doesn't want yeah, to do yeah. it, and it's like, oh, you don't want to do that? Oh, fine. Oh, got to get and get, got to get and get a guy who likes touching men out of this <laughs> cupboard. Well, they, yeah, it has to be someone who gains pleasure from it. Otherwise, it's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But yeah, that was the that was the first strange thing that happened to me. That wasn't the illegal thing, though, was it? That wasn't the illegal thing. Then I got on the I got on the flight and I got a really good seat on the plane, which was uh, one C one C, which I think is the best seat on an EasyJet flight. You get to see into the cockpit when they're boarding the plane. You can see all the buttons and stuff. What? Yeah, they don't lock how the door. Was, how was, mm, the oh, pilots are always in and out during takeoff. Oh, okay. So it was through, through, the, through the door. <laughs> Not, yeah. When you when you said this in the hangar, I thought you meant it was through the outside of the plane. I thought there was a little bulge that you were sitting in that you could crane your head and see the buttons. <laughs> it Pop was my head up uh, yeah, through yeah. the windscreen. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a difficult to imagine. It was a difficult to imagine. Obviously, thing. it's stupid, Steve. I didn't mean to say that. Yes. Well, perhaps you need to communicate more clearly. In, in the I, I, I was in one A when I was on uh, some flights in the States. Oh, it's a fucking good seat too. It was great. It was on a, it was on a small <laughs> plane. It was on one. There's only three seats across as mm. well. So. It was like, but it was weird because I had it on both flights. I ended up with one A. It felt like they were saving me a seat, and it was this weird thing of like being able to see the pilots and yeah. the single hostess. You told you said there was some some wonderful bitching. I didn't get any of that because the hostess was on her own because there was only one oh. hostess because it's a small plane. Yeah, I kind of felt. I think she was just playing games on her phone. This was a an, an experienced air hostess. You could you could tell by her swagger up and down the aisle. She knew how to work it. Like a, a newbie, so that she was asking lots of questions and they didn't know each other very well, but there were acquaintances. She was asking about whether she had a boyfriend and stuff. And she started going into this horrible detail about this awful relationship that she's in. And I was like trying to sleep, but she was being, she was talking very loudly. Like the first two rows of people must have been able to hear her. But I think air hostesses must, air stewards, probably have this sort of ear blinders to what like people can hear and what they can't hear well, they probably just don't care what people hear because they're all transients in their lives yeah 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 it's not like you're not going to make a complaint on one short flight are you exactly it's like if you oh, like, I mean I wasn't I wasn't subjected to really juicy if, gossip if it's like over and over again if it's like listen every day I'm on this bloody flight and you know every day it's one that's just bloody it's like yeah it's true you're never going to see them again you have to have a build up you have to have like three oh, times yeah Every day on this flight, and I wouldn't mind if there was some story progression, but she's just bitching about the same shit over and over again. Reason for complaint, same shit every day. Yeah, there's no conclusion to this story. No one's died in a plane crash, which would be ironic with their relationship. Um, But yeah, uh, that guy was very possessive. He's a bouncer at a fairground. He shouldn't drink. He's been told by doctors he has aggression issues when he drinks. But he drinks anyway. He sounds like a catch. And uh, yeah, I was like, God, and sounds she's, hot. She's only he sounds 19. like the kind of guy who'd hold your throat while he fucks you. <laughs> so you're coming from this from a different perspective, in that I'm not somebody who wants to be fucked by somebody holding my throat. I just want somebody. You I'm somebody who just wants to avoid men. Oh, I get it. Who you're a throat, you're a throat by the throat. <laughs> no, no, I just, I just don't want to meet any or spend time with any men who hold people by the throat. That's one of my aims in life. It's quite simple. Yeah. Oh, you should try it sometime. <laughs> 
And then I went to a racetrack and lied about having a license so I could drive a sports car around. And I was very nervous because I'm not... Because <laughs> I don't have, <laughs> a, you don't have a driving license. license. That's reason enough. But uh, my thinking was, I've got my <laughs> driving test... Like, my driving instructor says... I'm alright at driving. <laughs> no, Steve. Steve, your your thinking was I want to drive a sports car. Yeah. So I wanted to drive a sports car. Mm. The other thing is, like, oh, like, I may be able to drive a car to a legal standard, mm. or I may not be. All <laughs> the only question mark is over that. <laughs> You're strolling your setting this then. Yeah. Like, I could be a person who could have a license. What is a license? It's just a piece of paper that says you can drive. It's a, I think philosophy it's a permission, works. and who yeah. is anyone to grant you a permission? Exactly. I think philosophy works wonders in a court of law. I really do. Especially, I'm assuming you're in a different country, so what even is a UK license? Exactly. Well, we're going to be leaving the EU anyway, so Fine. good luck capturing me. What are they going to do? That they need deport, to deport you to France. <laughs> As I say, I mean, I think any PR who doesn't listen to regular features is is uh, f- not doing their job properly, frankly. Like, yeah, then look, what, what's the worst industry. they can do now? Go back in time and stop me driving a sports car. <laughs> Fucking good luck, you idiots. And, and if you are the PR who ignored my email saying, can I have a PS4 for the pub because I want to have a sport friend's tournament during Game City, then fuck you, PR. I wanted a free PS4 like you gave everyone on CVG. <laughs> Um, I think the last bit of my story was because I, I wasn't I wasn't so confident that I thought I could just I was quite nervous and there was a, a McLaren F1 sports car that was driving around I've heard and that was good. the first car to go around and it was driven by a professional man as it drove back into the pit lane no word of a lie it fucking exploded in front of everyone the, back, the rear of the car burst into flames People were screaming. Your lack of ability in in a car, like your lack of papered ability, is is the least of anyone's worry. When these cars are fucking exploding. If anything, the cars are the danger, not you. I thought they were just going to cancel the events. I thought people were going to die. I thought the police were going to be all over the... No, just they carried on. That's that's almost like either like it's kind of stiffer, British upper lip, etc. Or it's just negligence. Well, I think I was a fucking hero to drive a car after that. I think if anything, yeah, they should be giving you medals, not yeah. uh, court orders. If anything, you'd be driving more cars on the, st- <laughs> on the streets of London right now. Yeah. Let's do the next feature in the back of a Vauxhall Astra. Or just put car sound effects all through the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yes. And now it's time for my regular feature. <laughs> Let's be slightly Hold racist. Hold on. That's offensive. Also... Oh, no, I was going to be Bono. Oh, well, that's a that's Northern like, Irish accent you, might, you did. You might find my podcast on your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> on your iPod. How much money do you reckon we have to pay to do that? To do it to do you two and just be like put the regular features podcast. Imagine on that. No way there. Out of nowhere, it downloads the entire fucking thing onto every phone, and people have to wait about a week to work out a way of stopping that from I happening. I think we just have to be UN ambassadors. Well, first. we could probably get it on a Nokia phone. We could be a UN ambassador well, or a Nokia phone. <laughs> yeah, coming without consent to your Nokia thirty two ten next week. 
via, via MMS. <laughs> Downloading file will take forever. Network People. configuration settings have been received. Do you want to install them? <laughs> I remember that. Who remembers <laughs> network configurations? I, you know, I was talking with someone about push notifications. Back in the day, back in the 2000s, you were to fucking have pull notes. You had to say how often you wanted your phone to check for new emails. Yeah, 15 minutes I had mine set too. Wow, someone's near a charger. <laughs> you can still do those that. Days. Still in those that. days, phone batteries, yeah. phone batteries used to last five or six days in those days. There were like, battery saving things now. You can download battery saving apps and just be like, just check for email once every half an hour. Turn off pull, pulling, pushing. Yeah, you should like, just do this yeah. every half an hour, don't be mental. Just <laughs> fucking calm down. Yeah, chill out, phone. <laughs> but people... We, uh, we had a special compilation episode last last week. Yeah, because uh, we were all split th- four sheets to the wind. No, that, that's a, <laughs> that, that's a, my no. excuse for that is part of the first part of my feature. But yes. no, no, carry on. Oh, I was going to ask how your dog's leg is. That is actually the first part yes! of my feature, Steve. <laughs> right. If I hadn't interrupted you, that would have been a seamless segue. <laughs> oh, aren't we? Aren't we in tune? We are. So yes, last week my my excuses involved having a dog. Why did you? Did, were you gesturing that I should talk towards the microphone? Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So last week my excuses for not being here and forcing the first ever compilation episodes was um, a dog whose cruciate ligament was snapped had to go in for surgery at the expense of £3,800. Apparently dogs aren't on the NHS. Wow. Animals, animals will take you to the fucking bank. Is that... With the dog it, it's like American healthcare, yeah. but for dogs yeah. in the it's UK. People, people oh, know that people really give a shit about animals. Americans get the, bank. the level of healthcare that dogs get yeah. in the UK. Um, if you're an American, I'd be angry. <laughs> you are worth as much as a budgie in the UK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Budgie heart surgery. The, the, the scalpels are so tiny, yeah. they're really expensive to make. Well, I imagine it's fucking difficult, frankly. Yeah. But I don't know. Do budgie well, budgie heart surgery. You could just shove a two a battery of its arse and it's like defibrillating it. <laughs> but anyway, my dog, tragedy. Mm. Cruciate ligament snapped. Doesn't even know what a cruciate ligament is. Oh, I'm going to feel pain the, there. That's the saddest thing. That's the saddest So thing. he went into for surgery. Is. He went in for absolute surgery. So he came back with one shaved leg. Well, he, <laughs> did you come back he, one he, day? He, 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 it took him ages to tie up the knotted hanky with his mouth because his teeth aren't prehensile and they can't actually tie knots in a hanky. <laughs> Look, we, we just watched him and said, we could help you, but you've got to do this on your own, dog. <laughs> the, um, no. My mum took him in because um, he's her dog and I'm not helping. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, I'm losing my humanity on this one. Um, so, yeah, cruciate ligament, that was surgerized and fixed up. And then he spent one day howling in pain constantly. And I, oh. I went because he was... I could hear him from the bedroom... I went downstairs the first night and just lay on the floor with him, hoping that yeah. that would give him some kind of solace. Mm. It's, it's, Didn't, just kept howling. It's the lack of communication at that point must be really, really hard. Yeah, he didn't even respond when I put my finger over his nose and went, shh. 
Yeah, you, you can't even say something really like, you know, that you, with humans. You can't make them laugh. So, yeah, you can't make them laugh. But also the great thing about with humans is if they're really unwell, you can at least like try and think of something sensible you can tell them which will make them feel better about about the future. Whereas dogs are just fucking stupid. Yeah, you can't well, so you can't be like, well, listen, stupid you're stupid like, so much as maybe well, just don't understand English. All right, yeah. Or any other languages, frankly. The only way, yeah, it's true that. <laughs> the only way I've ever made a dog do something close to laughing is by tickling it. Anyway, now get off. <laughs> no. But don't think you should tickle a dog with a cruciate ligament that's flinging around inside its body. Oh. Like an untethered bungee cord. Yeah, <laughs> flapping around. <laughs> so after a week, well, I've done the first day. The second day, he was still whimpering, but he wasn't howling. Mm. Third, fourth day, it just got quieter and quieter. And then back towards the end of the first week, he was hobbling around the house again. He was had his mouth open and panting and like... He was probably just hot and needed air in his mouth, but it looked like he was happy. Mm. Then he got more and more... Like, he started doing that thing where he just lies on his back saying, stroke me. And I think this dog is awesome again. He might not be well, might not be properly right, but he's okay. He's, good he's, he's, he's fun to be around again, and that's what... That's, <laughs> that's, that's his duty as a pet. That's the most important quality in a dog. <laughs> so, yeah, but, and then because he got a bit too excitable he snapped his fucking fragment around the plate in his leg and he just lay down for another week just looking absolutely sad oh, and probably thinking he deserved it somehow because he did something wrong well I don't know he just it's like that howling there was no howling he'd gone from the howling to the happiness now he was just lying there going oh, fuck this fuck this all mm. and after three or four days of that my aunt came around and my aunt is the kind of person who takes great kind of pleasure in being a pragmatist and like if this was America and she was a licensed firearm holder I can imagine her walking into the house saying do you want me to shoot it because I'll fucking shoot it put a pillow over its head and a pillow under its head to absorb the blood (laughs) (laughs) Um, I put a towel under yeah under and, th- and then put it in a, a catapult so I can <laughs> sling it into someone else's garden. Maybe you've got doilies to just put around That's it. That's pure pragmatism. <laughs> doilies, towel, catapult. And, John and, Dunn. And there was one night where me and me mum, who's sort of primary carer for the dog, yeah. we were just sat there with him until like three in the morning saying, is she right? Shall, is he ever going to be happy again? So you, your aunt had suggested euthanising the dog? Yeah, to my mum on the phone, and my mum handed the phone to me saying, I can't listen to this, can you tell me if she's making sense or not? This is fucking, yeah, I've just suddenly realised how dark this whimsical thing is. Yeah, um, is because so, it it's going to cost a lot more money to get the dog fixed? Well, the, well. the insurance has run out, they've used all the money on the insurance for the surgery, which was £3,800. Right, so, yeah. and that doesn't cover them injuring themselves while they're recovering? No, no. Uh, so, <laughs> caveat emptor, or whatever, whatever yeah. the proper Latin is for your dog's fucked itself and it's costing <laughs> you money. So, um, yeah, after that, we spent one night lamenting that thing. In the, de- in the pits of it, like 3 a.m. in the morning, any decision seems rational. Mm. Next day, we said, well, let's just say, if we've got, if he, as long as he stays in a steady recovery, mm. we're not even going to think about that. Yeah. And. Today, he's walking around the house with a big limp, but he's walking around the house, smiling at things, rolling his back, saying, stroke me, and then doing his usual thing, where he barks at you because you're not talking to him, you're talking to each other, 
He's a prick of a dog, but he's not dead. He's and better fuck you, my aunt. Fuck you, you... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you gun-happy... I know you haven't got a gun, but if you had a gun, I know you'd shot my dog that day. Oh, God. Oh. But uh, she should feel fucking ashamed now. I'm going to shoot her dog. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show her. Yeah. Buy her a dog and then the only, shoot it. It's the only way she'll learn not to kill dogs. <laughs> I've got you a, I've got you a <laughs> present. It's a dog. Bam! <laughs> That's what you get. For yeah. what? And no. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Fuck you. I've got the words right now. I'll, I'll, I'll write you an email. I just want to work out the flow of the argument before I, I'm going. So that's one thing. The reason I wasn't there last week. The second one is my nan fell over, and she's 95. And when you're 95, apparently, and I know this is a big deal. Yeah, this kind of chat. I know it's going to make you blanch, but it, uh, it actually made um, well, my cousin cry while she saw it. Oh, God. Um, she fell over and the carpeting dragged the skin off her leg. <laughs> <laughs> Translucent lady right. skin. And it's, that's odd because this is a mental image that you've stirred up in my brain on numerous occasions. It is. It's, 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 it's old a, people's skin being like... Uh, you've been priming us for this. You've been grooming us for this horror for yeah, years. But it's, in, it's been in my it's fantasy like, world for ages and suddenly it's real. Like picking up and a burrito in, on, on with, my uh, <laughs> with one of those claws from one of those toy machines and picking it up and, and just... Coming away with the tortilla. Oh, oh just that's a fucking outstanding God, <laughs> image. They just like, imagine that you, you win on a peer end claw machine <laughs> and you're delivered the husk of a toy that you, makes your child cry. Uh, yeah, well, beans are all over the other toys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just being a burrito. The rest of it is just the, the what you'd expect to find in one of those machines. Yeah, but there is a full hot burrito in there as well, <laughs> inexplicably. If anyone, if anyone goes for it, it if it goes wrong it will ruin everything sluice else sluice is off like a oh, oh god sluice sluice my flesh away well, sluice my flesh away ah, 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 ah. take my breath away does segue neatly into the interstitial music from golden girls by the way only in the only in your rendition of it <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm rolling along on the crest of a wave and the only explanation I can find <laughs> is the love that I've found ever since you've been around. You have put me on the top of the... You're looking at me like I'm a cunt. I just got... But rolling, on the, long, rolling along on the crest of a wave does go into... It yeah. does, yeah. And um, no, I get if you're Sarah Morgan listening to this, I know we've had this conversation a thousand times. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't make it because... You, your dog was broken and, and your nan was broken my nan's leg had just sloughed off like the 15th incarnation of an immortal snake oh god um, <laughs> it is horrifying and then you just think like oh am I the centre of the world and it's funny that you should mention Sucker Punch earlier Steve because the coup de grace was um, Barman's mother-in-law fell down some stairs and died. And I realised I wasn't the star of the story after all. Oh, <laughs> fuck! Jesus! What? Death, death, and sadness have death, sadness, and Nottingham. Well, <laughs> Welcome to Game City. <laughs> features, regular 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 features, regular
Features rag. Features rag. Features rag. I don't know if that works. Right, well, now in the the, the final uh, painted mess of this regular feature is triptych. I was just saying, uh, this is a bit of a weird one. We've had this massive levity, some darkness, and now what ended up being a bit of a rabbit hole. Um, I'll, I'll begin at the start, right? So basically, I was on the tube on the way back from a Libertines gig uh, on the weekend, and I saw a advert on the tube. Actually, I saw it on the way here as well. I think there's a lot of adverts for it. And I saw it, and I thought, that's funny. I'm going to look that up, and I'll get some sort of feature out of it. And I assume my feature was going to be, ha, 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 that's bollocks, in the kind of prickish way that I tend to approach life. Mm. But the advert was something called The Love School. Right. And it's an event called The Love School Event. And it had a picture For of... people who love school. No, it wasn't for that. It was about learning to love... It was... Back to school. Brilliant. Hashtag love oh, school. Fucking love lessons. <laughs> what's, but, uh, what's better than dinner time and breaks? Lessons. Le- Ooh, lessons. Oh no, a free lesson. God, I hate. Why you, you got to keep <laughs> schooling me like this when you know I love it so much? No, but the tagline was, learn to love intelligently. And it had a picture of a couple holding each other. And a picture and stroking their chins and doing maths <laughs> and, doing <laughs> and also a picture of like in cones of geography <laughs> picture of like a massive arena like of people full of people and I was like what is this like this looks more like a super church evangelist kind of yeah thing. well I was like what's this about like because it just looks like there's like thousands of people watching are you guys ready to learn to love yeah I want to love I'm going to take off my pants in front of everybody yeah, that's exactly what I My found. bra hurts. <laughs> then they had a Come pool. on up on stage. I went, <laughs> I went on the website, and um, and first off, it was selling me a, a uh, well, it was a pop-up for an advert, which was for a book, which was written by the couple, the couple that, that do this love school thing. And it was a book that was described as, this book, it was shield your marriage against divorce, as if like protecting, as if like protecting your marriage from divorce was like an outside thing, like protecting your washing machine well, from like like like, 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 I'm scared. like d- divorce is knocking at the door. Right? Yeah, like, wrong. Divorce is something that like is an outside force that will come and get you if you're not careful, which I thought was funny. Um, but then I, I kind of digged into it deeper, and. I became obsessed with this basically because I was looking at this website for the love school and looking for it and looking, reading everything about it. I watched loads of the videos. They had snippets of last year's show because it's been going for two years. And I became obsessed with trying to find something wrong with it, right? Because maybe I'm a horrible person. I don't know. But anyway, I am. You have instincts. You and they were acting up. Just yeah, like, I guess that was it. I was People like, who were claiming to have solutions to problems that don't have solutions. Yeah. I mean, like, I, the d- problem with divorce, it's that two people can fall up out of love with each other in a myriad of ways. Yeah, and in total and agreement a, with each other. And like, yeah, sometimes. I've got a universal solution to this unspecified problem. Yeah, well, I guess that's it. But then, I mean, there were the first thing I noticed is I started looking at the website. Just don't, don't, don't underestimate yourself. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Is I'll get to this in a second, but the first thing I noticed when I was looking at it is I thought, well, this seemed like a weird thing. It's a London-based event. It's in the Wembley Arena. It's now called something else. It's called the ICCS or something like that. They've changed the name of it. But it's, it's a big fucking event. Have about 11,000 people in this massive arena for it. 
And I noticed from the videos that like, this struck me as being slightly odd for London. Not super odd. If it was in another part of the country, it might be like fucking well weird. But it seemed like the majority of the crowd seemed to be like Hispanic or black. And I thought, for, for like basically what appears to be like a conference thing, and often you get lots of wedding conferences and stuff like that, um, often, like, you know, the majority of the people are kind of middle-class white dudes going along for stuff. And considering it seemed to be something that was just generally, like, about learning about how to improve relationships, how to have good relationships, mm-hmm. I thought having these specific kind of groups and not a lot of other people, I thought that was a bit weird. Now, Where were you this, seeing this, these were in the advertising? No, in the, the videos on their website the videos, of okay. people who were there and looking at right. the crowds and stuff and looking at the testimonials and all this. So, so thought, this is the advertising, which would normally go out of the way to represent everyone... Well, it was like, well, I could see the crowd. I could see, well, like, massive well, swathes of the crowd. Okay, okay, okay. And I was like, even in London, like, where obviously you get a, a much wider... Videos from, so it's not like they did the stuff in Latin America. No, 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 this was last year's event in right. London. okay. Because they, this is the second year in a row, and it happened literally on the 28th of September, so it happened just last weekend. Yeah. And it was the same day I was coming back from this gig. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's happening tomorrow or today. And it was like, I kind of thought, I, that didn't make me think anything, but I just thought, that's unusual. For London, it's not insane, but it's unusual. Well, no, it's it's marketing and it's pitched at certain people, so you know that there was a decision made to pitch it at this market. Mm. I so, suppose so, but so then that, when I saw that the, was the picture of curiosity, when why, I saw the picture, why isn't this pitched at me? Well, when I saw the picture <laughs> of the tube selling it as this learn to love for your partner and stuff, like the couple involved look a little bit Hispanic, but it wasn't necessarily like the advertising I saw at least didn't seem to be particularly pitched at anyone. It seemed quite general, so I just thought that was interesting. Anyway. Um, and Maybe then, divorce rates are really high between Hispanic and black people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Just because they rush into decisions. Oh, they're fiery, aren't they? They are. Oh, let, let him go on with it, Steve, <laughs> before, before you start saying things that are more evidentially racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's for the best, Steve. Sorry. Sorry. It's fine. So, yeah. Sorry I'm a racist. So, yeah. Sorry I'm a racist, guys. <laughs> It's, uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, this couple that are running it, apparently a bit famous in the US, that, and their whole shtick is that they've been together for 22 years. Oh, fucking hell. And they're fairly attractive people, um, but basically their whole shtick is that their early relationship, it has some problems, but then they got through it all, and then they realised that early, their early relationship, because they got married quite young, I think, uh, and they're like, ah, oh, you know, we had some problems, but actually we've realised we were being too selfish, etc. and, like, you know, we've learned to... Realise that relationships can't be perfect and actually realise to work with each other to make it better and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, fine. But I was like quite cynical about this. But then I was like, the more I started looking at this stuff, I was like, I, I was finding it really difficult to be cynical because that whole thing was about the fact that it's like they have problems with mar- marriage, but they overcome them by becoming different people. And, it, you know, I kind of thought this was all right. And I watched all these videos on their website about about the stuff and about the, they had little clips basically like 15 20 second clips of this live show that lasts for maybe six seven hours i don't know how long it lasts i don't know so with that, you, but it was all quite nice and it was basically doing seeing things like you know simple stuff like you know if you can't love yourself then how are you supposed to love somebody else and that's a rupaul philosophy precisely hey, it's, that's bullshit though you love yourself when you're a different person with everyone you meet that's and true you seek out the people that you like yourself who you're with but you have to fundamentally love yourself a bit if you're going to be getting involved in I think, Yeah, that's, that's a good philosophy. You can't really pick holes in that, can you? If you have... If you well, bring I think in... loving yourself is a little bit... Well, no, no. Oh, I mean, don't it's more yourself, like not dislike yourself. yourself. I mean, don't, be, yeah. don't be insecure and don't... If you have to be happy in yourself yeah, before it, you can show yourself... Okay, but if someone said, oh, I really like Matt, Lee's, 
he loves himself. You'd think, no, that's an insult. That's it not is. actually a compliment. I wish people would stop saying that because I don't love myself. Most of the ego is just for, 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 for fuck's sake, guys. Jesus. Oh, it's a performance. It is a performance. It's funny. You're a self-hating marionette of your own... Well, I think dangling. you love yourself, but oh, you're no. very self-aware. Precisely. You that's, know how it looks to love yourself. For the, that's more accurate. <laughs> for, the, for the reader's benefit, I'm grabbing Matt's calf and chewing on his knee now. He actually is. I didn't need to do that, but I have left a spot of spit on his kneecap. You yeah. have. I've never had anyone chew my kneecap before. Well, there's, just, there's, some sub, there's some roughage in that saliva gloop. Get it up, Steve. I the straw. Oh, it's a fun time. But yeah, it was just basically like, I, I wanted to be, I, I came in and I felt quite bad about myself because I was sitting here looking at this thinking, you know, I came here wanting to be really cynical, but this is just giving sad people reasonably good advice. It's, it's fucking simple advice. It's stuff like, don't get married to be happy, be happy and then get married. Yeah, it's exactly. like, it's fucking obvious, but fair enough. This is quite simple. And I kind of felt bad about myself because I kind of thought, well, you know, this is, how I, this is how I make a feature. Obviously not as bad about myself as someone like Gav should feel bad about himself. I'm not actively going out of my way to hurt people. I'm well, just, he'd, oh, he'd, have, he'd have tried to fuck her for, <laughs> to ruin their relationship. He would have started emailing them to yeah. somebody else. Hey, babes. <laughs> You're always ragging on Gav when he's not in the podcast. It's a joke, isn't it? I mean, it's only because it's, it's Cause funny. Because he, he can't be mean back to you. Yeah, I know, I know. And he doesn't listen to the podcast. Gav, if you listen to the podcast... Fuck you. <laughs> no, it's. I just. I just think it's funny to like paint Gav as being like some sort of evil force that goes untapped. He's not even a good person. He's not even very. Actually, he's not even very attractive. No. no, Gav is amazing and attractive, but he just does. He does do some awful things for the sake of comedy. That he I is. think I'm probably just jealous of the fact that he can get away with doing things that I probably couldn't get away with mm. um, because I, I look naturally it's, more like a witch. It's just the way he's aligned. You can't. None of us can hope to do the things he does. Chaotic it, good. No, he's not chaotic good, though. He's like maybe he, he's chaotic. Like, oh, he's he's I mean, neutral. Like neutral. You <laughs> 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 understand this shit, Steve. Get yeah, out. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I basically, I, I started looking into it and I kind of think, oh, 25, 40, 25 to 40 quid a ticket, depending on how close you want to be. And I was like, oh, that's quite, you know. What, with your partner or to the stage? No, no, for seats, just to sit and listen to these this couple and other people throughout they talk about stuff. And I was at this point having a bit of a crisis because I was like, my, as you said, Steve, earlier, like, I felt like something was off. My, my, my senses were going, but I couldn't your, find your anything. Your balls were tingling. My balls were tingling, sure. Um, so I, I kept diving into it. And by this point, I'd spent a lot of time watching videos and looking stuff. And the thing that, that kind of... Um, it had been four days of watching these videos. I got not going to lie. You I spent, thought something's up. I spent about four hours today doing this um, in total. It became a rabbit hole, as I said. But basically, because the one weird thing that I noticed on the website was actually when I was looking at the last page was saying, win a trip to the Algarve if you do this. And I was looking. It was the one bit of the website that I hadn't looked at at all. I was like, I'll click on this tab, I suppose. See if there's anything weird here. And the video you had to watch to win a trip to the Algarve was basically being like, all you have to do is watch this video and it will give you the different letters throughout it that you need to enter the code, which is like the, the code to enter the web, enter the competition. 
And as I went through it, if anyone wants to do this, by the way, the code was foot, if anyone wants to enter it, just save yourself watching foot. this video. If you go to theloveschool.com, the code was foot. There you are, just save you 10 minutes. Cool. Um, get yourselves to the Algarve. Get, well, only about 150 people have watched this video, so you might be in with a good chance. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, basically, this video was immediately people saying, hey, I got diagnosed with this thing that was going to make me grow hair all over my body. But then I went to the church and I started praying and now I'm better. And it was like, what the fuck? I got and then diagnosed it, this thing that said I was going to grow hair all over. It was a hyperthyroidism. They were going to get thicker skin, hair all over their body and all those things. And then it was somebody else saying, I had IP. I had voices talking to me in my head. Basically somebody saying they were like, get some fuck. And they're saying, but then I went to the church and oh, now I'm better. And ever okay. since I've been praying, I'm better. And then the kid saying from the age of 13, he was like selling heroin and crack and prostituting girls and that. But at this point, actually, I've got to be honest, when I was watching this this young black boy talking about this, I'm like, I didn't believe him. There was something about his delivery. I thought, I don't believe you. I thought I could then, that made me retrospectively. You're too good on camera. Well, I retrospectively started questioning all of the other people. And also, I recognise you from t- television. <laughs> You're Gary Coleman. <laughs> you were in Skins. <laughs> no, I couldn't think of a single black actor who wasn't Will Smith. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. I'm, tra- I'm trapped in a much earlier time frame than that. <laughs> I've got to be honest. Honest. I've got I'm to be not honest. coming across well on this well, episode. No, I, no, seriously, <laughs> I'm kind of glad you're not because throughout the entire process of, of researching this feature, I went from being like, I'm going to poke fun at some people trying to be good to increasingly feeling... Uh, like I was attacking lots of minorities simply through reading what I was reading. I was like, I felt like I was being a bad person the deeper I went into this. So I'm, I'm glad that you're already making yourself look worse than me, Steve. Thank you. For comedic effect. For 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 comedic effect. Thank you. Um, and then so after this, I was like, who the fuck is this person? And I was like, it looked a bit similar to the woman uh, who was on the main website, but it wasn't the same woman. I was like, okay, it's a woman called Chrissy B. And Chrissy B has the Chrissy B show, which is on the Sky Channel on YouTube and stuff. And it was like, it was insane. It basically seemed to be like all these people saying, since I went to this church, every form of, uh, every form of program problem, whether it's physical health, mental health, or just like massive, massive life problems can be fixed through going to church. And then I was like, what the fuck is the link with this competition? Is this, this like, thing? So it's like the alpha course then, where it's like, let's call, oh, the question, what are the, what's the answer to life? Why don't you find out with the alpha course? Yeah. P.S. You have to find out at a church. Well, this is the well, thing. It's, like, it's, it's a Scientology way in as well. It's like a stress test way into Scientology, isn't it? I think Scientology is more a brazen cult, isn't it? Mm. Well, this is the thing. I then went to the, there was a part of the FAQ for the Love School. Um, one of the things on it said, uh, one of the questions and it said is this a religious event and it said and it was like no it isn't a religious event is like, everything a religious event only if you care about your mental well-being <laughs> I thought that was a bit odd because the thing was they had all of these YouTube videos which had like clips from last year's love school event and there was nothing in it that suggested any form of religious stuff at all and they were only clips but I was like this is weird like why is suddenly religion a part of this because it didn't feel like it was so that's the point at which I started to kind of suddenly I'd gone from being like oh I felt bad about, I'd gone from feeling bad about myself for being cynical to being like hang on a minute what the fuck is going on here so I started looking so thinking, into it are white people just immune from religion <laughs> <laughs> no so anyway right um, I looked on there was one of the slides on the one of the tabs on the site was about the sponsors for the Love School event and there were four sponsors right there was the UKCG Help Centre the TV TV My Channel Liberty Radio 
and Furbagar. Now, Furbagar, I was, I'll go to this one first. Furbagar is basically... Is that a Furby-based TV channel? Yeah, <laughs> it <really> was. <laughs> Furbagar was the only part of this that I couldn't make any sense of. Well, I could, but not in a way that I'm not going to talk about without being libelous. Oh, so I'm really thinking of a Furby TV channel. It just had, like, it has, like news programming. It has, like, soap operas. <laughs> just, just all <laughs> Not, like, moving around, just sitting on surfaces. I'd, I'd watch it at 4 a.m. in the morning after deciding not to kill your dog I'd, 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 I'd welcome a bit of Furby like really let's not kill the dog let's just watch the, the Furby, Furby channel <laughs> let's, go, let's try see what's happening on Furbagar <laughs> ah, they're doing the chat show Furbagar the, the Celtic Furby channel <laughs> look mum this Furby's going down a slide <laughs> you like the slides don't you no, it isn't. It isn't that. Ferbergar basically is a Portuguese-based labour company, um, which I thought was a very strange thing to be sponsoring a UK seminar conference about love. But anyway, oh what I loved is it anti-union stuff. No, what I loved about Ferbergar when I went to their website was the first page of Ferbergar. Like it was one of those corporate-looking websites, and the only bit of text on it. This is what it read, and I love this because it was like, "I've just come to your website. I have no idea who you are as a company, and this is what it, this is all it says." Ferbergar UK was the last but not least of various branches of the enterprise created in the second semester of 2012 because of a contract celebrated with one of the main customers of the group. Is this, was this through Google Translate? No, yeah, I think so, but still. Having overcome the experimental phase, and due to its potential, the UK has proven to be the most important part of external markets where we can take the spirit, quality, and capacity of Portuguese labour. Our engagement in our... And this is when I went... I clicked on the... I thought, OK, well, you're from Portugal. So one of the options just went Portugal. So I thought, let's try and work out what this web... What this fucking company is by going mm. to the Portugal bit. And it said, Our engagement in our com- country will not end. It can never end. Jesus. <laughs> Which I thought was amazing. Fucking hell. Our culture and breeding are Portuguese, and it is with great pride that we display our flag within many countries in the different continents. We continue to create value in Portugal. As difficult as it may appear, we still believe in Portugal, as arduous as it may seem nowadays. Therefore, we proceed with a firm and secure pace. We seek solutions and oppose tendencies. So, we expect our staff, our suppliers and customers to help us rise Portugal. What the fuck does any of this stuff mean? Recap. Wow. These Furby Gar people are funding the Love this School. This is one of the sponsors of the Love School Festival. Right, so event. they pay them lots of money. So, well, the thing is, what, how does that work with sponsors? It means that they funded the event. Is right. Portugal very religious? I well, you see, this the thing is, as they I do say, have a lot of dusty churches. We're about if, if my image of Portugal's correct. We're about halfway down the rabbit hole. So things. Oh, Jesus, keep going, keep okay, going. Right. So basically, I was like, "What the fuck is this about? Like, this is a Portuguese labour company. I don't really know what's going on with that." But the rest of the stuff made a bit more sense. To me, like, right? you said, like, sorry, I don't keep interrupting, but labour. Like, what does it actually do? do well, you, I don't know. You, I mean, you still don't know. Right. All I know about this company, and this this is the point that got weird because I literally log on to this in the first place, thinking I'm going to take the piss out of some people trying to be happy because I'm a cunt but then I end up basically just going into full journalism mode in a weird way and just researching well, tons of this, stuff this feels suspiciously like journalism I know right <laughs> I, it got to a point where I was just like I'm actually doing journalism now this is ridiculous this right. is not what I was supposed to be doing on a Tuesday afternoon or a comedy podcast or, precisely <laughs> I know right but I went far so far that I thought I might as well carry on if anyone from the BBC is listening 
Well, so there are things you'll, you'll, you'll regular yeah. features news night. Mm. It it's may a, be of an idea. This may be of interest to journalists, actually. I mean, some of it has already been uncovered, as you will find. But this is a new thing that may be of interest to actual journalists, which is weird. Anyway, um, so basically, I was like, okay, right, Portuguese labour. Lab-, and I thought, especially because they're not building, right? They didn't fucking build the, the Wembley Arena. That was a place that already existed. So I thought, well, what are the interests of a labour company sponsoring an event about relationships run by a, a couple who had an early relationship? Anyway... The other things made a bit more sense, but also made less sense. And the fact that TV My Channel, Liberty Radio, um, both appeared to be really similar. Different websites, different things, but lots of crossover. Like lots of the the chat, lots of the shows and stuff that were on the TV channel appeared to also have radio shows. Lots of the people, Chrissy G, had things on both. And actually, the people who were involved in the Love Show, the Love School thing, also had like involvements with this, like Games Radar and CBG. Well, you know, the thing is, I kind of again, my my anti. How deep does this rabbit hole go? <laughs> That's the thing is, I actually got to that point as well where I was like well actually to be fair Matt like you know what are you involved in you do shut up sit down you do regular features you do daft souls you do Patreon yeah, I think, yeah, it's I think like crossover, don't they? you could quite easily be looking at like five or six websites and be like this Madley's guy yes. is fucking everywhere what it's, is this conspiracy I think it's very, it's very easy to draw lines between related things and assume that's Absolutely. somehow a negative aspect Absolutely. of the relationship and that's why I had to stop that but I realised that the weird thing for me was the pool of people seemed to be quite small and it felt oddly in the fact that it was like, well, I didn't want to be like doing that. I didn't want to be like, oh, these people know each other. It must be evil. I thought, well, maybe they're all just people connected by a shared belief system. And that's cool. That's fine. But uh, but the problem I had with this is basically I was like, well, it's a very small pool of things. And it also, it almost seemed that the number of websites, I kept going to new websites and new things that seemed to be just not connected, that all had the same people. And it felt rather than being like different groups of people all working together, it felt like it was more like, a very wide number of enterprises in a way being presented in a way that was obfuscating of being like hang on a minute like what, what, what's going on here like these all these different things all seem to be the same people over and over again like but what, just presented in a different way yeah and like it was like a, it kind of felt like maybe it is a network but it, my, my, my gut was starting to feel like this is a well, no, this, false this, network you know of like, well, I was going to say the, yeah. a, a network like Maximum Fun it's quite open about all the members of their network yeah, well, it, it was just... Like, well, this seems like... You, if you they advertise they're, they're part of the same network, right? this sounds like a complicated meta-network. Well, that's the thing. It felt, it felt weird. It felt like I was having to spend a long time looking at these things to get anywhere and not really getting anywhere. But then and also, have you like, produced a spider diagram like the Gamergate? <laughs> no, but if I had, it would be much more professionally made than, yeah. than that shite. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, basically, I realised that then one of the things they bought, Liberty Radio used to be actually a proper radio station. It used to have like people like Zoe Ball. And I remember Liberty Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Zoe Ball? Yeah. Is she in this? No, she's not in this. Oh, she's right. fucking in charge of the whole thing. Oh, she's God. playing all the strings. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, she's not. Oh, I need to clarify that. But she's like the G-Man. But they bought, uh, uh, they bought uh, the radio station. Good modern game reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long ago was that, Steve? What, Half-Life 3 is still in development. Uh, what Whatever. Do you, what do you know, Steve? What did you find out in that? I've movie? already said too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's conspiracy special. 
But no, um, they, they've clearly bought Liberty Radio because they were like on the Liberty Radio website, it was pimping all of these proper DJs they had in the past. But then all of their current DJs and all their current shows were all like a lot of Christian related stuff. And a lot of the people involved were the same shows that run the TV channel. Oh, that did you email things. Zoe Ball? No, I didn't. I, I, I said I did all this. All, all Can this I email happening. Zoe you Ball? The thing is, if a, journal, if a proper journalist is listening, they should totally follow all this up because this is not proper journalism. I've done like a real hash job, but I've definitely put together a dossier for somebody. Anyway, um, the thing is, basically, I realised that... that the weird thing about this didn't make sense, and it's all very well to have this whole like, yeah, there are connections between things. But I thought, well, hang on a minute, why are like two of these different, the radio and the show and the TV show, they all seem to be mostly the same people? Why are they like, two separate sponsors? Like, this isn't a case of being like, hey, these companies are related. It's like they're both sponsoring an event. I was like, they appear to be really closely linked. And stupidly, the last part of this that I looked at was um, the UK. K, the UCKG Help Centre. And that was well, the last UK sponsor. based? Well, no, it's not actually. It's UCKG. UCKG. Yeah. And the UCKG stands for the Universal, the Universal Church of the Kingdom of God. Oh, that sounds quite religious. That's the church that God set up. Yes. That's the church originally set up by God. Now, when I looked at this website, now this website felt like the piece in the puzzle <laughs> when, when suede were formed. Think <laughs> <laughs> what? Off topic. I've been listening to loads of Manson recently. They were pretty good. Uh, Stripovic is all right. Stripovic is all right. I mean, you know, they're not amazing, but they got a couple of good songs. Wide Open yeah. Space is pretty Wide good. Wide Open Space. I don't. I want to say I don't know what a shell company is, uh, but th- they they just want to make oil. <laughs> The the shell company, yeah. Well, I just wanted to say shell the thing company. Is, right? <laughs> I think shell companies are involved in this somehow. As soon as I went on the website for the Universal Church of the Kingdom of God, I saw links immediately to Liberty Radio, TV My Channel, and all of these people, all these different shows, all these different personalities, all these different characters that I'd seen on all the other websites. And it was like, okay, well, we got three out of four of the sponsors are clearly just massively interlinked in terms of the, the people they use and the connections and all stuff. And that's why Ferbergar remains this weird outside thing of a Portuguese labor company. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? All I know about them is the fact they started a year ago, which is suspect for reasons that we'll get to in a bit. Anyway, um, I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize this was going to be journalism when I started doing this feature. But anyway, basically, they carried on. Don't never apologize for journalism. <laughs> okay. Then I realized, right, that basically, the Universal Church of the Kingdom of God was formed in 1977 in Brazil. Okay. Now, it was formed ba- on the basis of, well, this was the basis that was said of the fact that lots of churches in Brazil were not looking, for, looking out for people who were poor. And this was supposed to be a church that was for people who were basically downtrodden and poor and a church where everybody and anybody could be, you know, helped and looked after, which sounds like a really good thing. And it may have been a good thing at one point, but we'll get back to that. Anyway, it arrived in the UK because it's spread since internationally. It arrived in the UK in 1995 and was set up at that point when it was in the UK because perhaps it's easy to do in the UK, I don't know. It's set up then at that point as a registered charity. So it is a, we're talking about a registered charity here. Right, okay. And I was looking into this then. I was like, okay, well, like, what the fuck is this church? I know a bit about Christianity. I know a different about different sects of Christianity. My dad's a, a vicar and all that stuff. So I'm interested in that stuff. Is he involved? Yeah, unfortunately, I've had to cut off all ties in the past three hours. (laughs) 
No, um, but I looked up and I was trying to work out basically, all right, are you good Christians or bad Christians? And I got my answer from this. It says, we believe in the, one of the many bullet points of what they believe on that. Most of this is done from their official websites. We Do believe evil. We believe in the resurrection, resurrection of the just and the unjust, the eternal blessings of the redeemed, and the eternal banishment of those who have rejected salvation. So they're dicks, basically. They're, 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 the, they're the bad sort. Okay, so hello. eternal <laughs> salvation or eternal punishment. Yes. Is that what I'm saying? It's all, all or nothing. If you reject salvation, then it's eternal punishment for you. And so resurrection dicks. of the unjust. Fucking zombies? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? So everyone who ever died... But it doesn't make any the, sense. The rejected God. It doesn't I mean, make any sense. Like the eternal banishment of those who've rejected salvation. That's not what God teaches. No, I know. It's like the idea God's of like, like fucking cool with the whole, the whole He's point. He's all like, whatever, bro. Yeah, the whole just point. Just say you love me, and then in you come. That's the kind of. I mean, I just yeah. go through the nudie machine, and you can get on the plane. It's fine. That's the love kind of me God. for yeah. a reason. Let, Let the, the reason be God. God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's the kind of shit that I'm I'm not behind but can understand, you know, but this sounds like bad shit, like eternal banishment. That's nasty That's religion. not that's not good shit. Like banishment cool. unless it's banishment to the comfy room. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> cool funny. your jets. Yeah, cool your jets, guys. Anyway, um I, I started looking into the fact that on this website of the UKCG or whatever, you see no it's not that, it's UCKG. <laughs> they were like basically saying they have one of the tabs was properties. And I was like, what the fuck is properties? Are they like is this Foxtons or what? Um, and I realised they had this thing of basically being like um this was a funny bit of copy on the website that I quite enjoyed. After ten years at his address in Shepherd's Bush, the help centre was given less than twenty-four hours to find an alternative place to hold its meetings. Exclamation mark. Well, they were evicted. Basically, yeah. Um, the tons of fuck off because they're a hate group. Yeah. The sheer injustice was the fact that the UK UCKG, I keep doing that, have been faithful in fulfilling its obligations under the contract, but now faced with eviction. Nonetheless. Instead of arguing, the help centre raised its cry to God, and without delay, he answered, giving us a building in the heart of Hammersmith. I love the way that sometimes people really just talk about the world, and the way that, like, you go, God, can you sort us out with a property? And he goes, to be fair, sort you out with somewhere in the heart of Hammersmith. God God does own a lot of properties around Hammersmith. There's a bit towards the end of this, though, that may explain why they were evicted that I discovered recently. Anyway, oh, my God. Um, basically, yeah, this is, this is the thing. This is, I, I, I was like, this is why I was partially late this evening. It's like I kept going and going. Now you realise that this is a comedy this podcast. Is a comedy podcast. <laughs> it's not This American Life. I know, right? This is beginning to be your show. We should put some blinky blonky This American Life. Some some Philip Glass soundtrack going on But at this point, this guy's story. Nobody could have known what happened next. After the break. After the break, this is This American Life. You're listening to something sponsored by a radio station or something. Coming up next. Why not? Why happens? not buy your dildos from Adam and Eve? What happens when <laughs> you try, try to recreate a ancient Jewish temple? Find out next week on this regular feature's life. <laughs> legal um, Zoom is not a real legal company. Yeah, why do they say that? Because it's not a real legal fucking company. Fucking insecure or what? Legal Zoom. Get a fucking get a qualification, guys. <laughs> or just change your fucking name. Jesus. Not a law firm. Anyway, this is what kind of starts to confuse me at this point, right? Was I was looking on this website and they had bishops at their church 
And at this point, it seemed partially Jewish. Like there were some people involved with this that were Jewish, but some were Christian and some were Jewish. And I'm like, I'm fucking confused by this because my understanding of it is that the Jewish Bible is what the heart of. Yeah. And there are similarities. Well, you can't have a Jewish bishop. It's different because, like, you, you have like the Old Testament and New Testament, and even though the Old Testament has some stuff that Jewish religion is based on, it's like you can't. You just they're not that interchangeable. Like there are differences. They have. Similar foundations, but they're oh, fundamental differences. differences. I, I, th I think most yeah. people who are profound, deeply profound members of the religions will agree that there are differences <laughs> between them. So I became fucking confused at this point. The fact that it seemed to be this, what the fuck is this church? Because they, they, I read through all of the details about what the religion was about, and I thought, okay, it's just Christian. It's like a bit post Pentecostal and all that stuff. But it was it's Catholic. But once money no. was involved, the fucking Jews came. <laughs> Jesus, Steve. <laughs> Thank you for continuing this, this comedy role. This is, uh, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's, Get it's, you. It's, it's knowingly tongue-in-cheek. Your racism bingo card. I'm worried that somebody's going to listen to this podcast because it's apparently of journalistic interest. And they're just going to be like, Jesus, I didn't find that podcast interesting, but I wish they weren't so fucking they're, awful. They're launching two investigations out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> two. Well, first one, Mr. Steve. <laughs> But now I started to get to problems now. This was the point where I started to feel like, my God, my 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 spider sense was not wrong. First of all, like it talked about how like if you if you want to fix problems in your life, then it involved you starting a chain of prayer. And a chain of prayer is actually quite clever, uh, considering they've invented this a long time ago. It almost predates video games in the way that well, the way you have to do this is you have to basically keep coming back again and again and again and again. And if you break well, your chain combo. Of prayer, yeah, it's a prayer combo. Mm. So what you have to do is you have to agree with your pastor about what your chain of prayer needs pastor. to be. Pastor? Yeah, pastor, yeah. I know it's funny, Steve. I, mean, I, I appreciate that the parity of linguistics here is amusing. Linguini? <laughs> Linguinistics, you see? Oh, I'm blessed. continue. But it's the idea that basically you have to have a chain of prayer for a certain period. You agree, you have to talk to your pastor about it. I know it's funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like pasta. I know it's funny. <laughs> We're never going to be Louis Throughs. Just don't say talk to your pastor again. Okay, talk to your don't bit. mention any kind of anything that sounds like pastors because that'll break us. Oh, no, there are so many pastors, so watch what you say. I know, right? Let me just let me just penne down a list of rules. Oh, oh. Uh, no. Well, yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, you broke it. Well, no, I'm glad I broke, <laughs> it. I broke it. I'm entirely normal again now, thank right. you. It's like the magic with the ship yeah. planets uh, Good school. Anyway, basically the idea is this chain of prayer. It, it even says, don't start a chain of... If you, if you don't think you can complete a chain of prayer, it's better not to start one than to start one which you fail. Oh. So the idea like is... Like an it, actual combo. Because yeah, you like leave yourself open to a counter-attack. Absolutely. Yeah. But then the idea is you have to keep coming in every day. And it said one of the one of the important rules of this was you have to come to the Sunday service every week. It's like that's one of the key rules of a chain of prayer. So it's like donation. It basically seemed like the thing is on the website there was no mention of any money involved whatsoever. At any stage on any of these websites, and I, I honestly I rinsed off 
fuck out of all of these websites. I spent a long time researching this. I went mental. I'm not going to lie. But I, I, it seemed to be that you had to keep coming back for a period. Otherwise, your life wasn't going to improve. And it seemed like the idea was that if you stopped at any point, that would break your combo, your prayer combo. Oh, yeah. And whatever you wanted to happen would not happen. And I was kind of like, That's, this sounds a lot like logging on every day to play a shitty free-to-play mm. game. Or well, yeah, you get a coin bonus. Puzzle and Dragons. Yeah. Sounds like Puzzle and Dragons to me. The other thing that made me question it was the fact that it seemed to be that they had this 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 hierarchy was basically the best people were bishops below that pastors I don't think about past that anyway then below that it was basically three tiers of volunteers and it seemed to be that basically it said the way people become pastors or bishops was through service so basically it meant that the only way to become one of the high ranking people within this church establishment was through volunteering and again these two things in combination I thought they're asking a lot of people here they're asking a lot of people mm. I mean, mm. and I was like this seems weird Okay, so then I moved on, and I realised that basically this was one thing that I discovered on the Wikipedia page talking about this this religion. And the it rabbit says, hole ends on the Wikipedia page of the religion. <laughs> well, <laughs> journalism admittedly, admittedly, I should have done my research in a better order. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find a BBC article all about this? I found a few articles about them, um, but interestingly, they're not about the love school. This is a new thing. Right. Uh, so it's still vaguely relevant, um, but basically it said the UCKG does not believe that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is sufficient enough to work in the congregant's life today. Therefore, they teach that a member of the church has to sacrifice what they depend on to God through the church. For example, all of their income, their savings, etc., twice a year. And they refer to this as the campaign of Israel. Again, this weird mishmash. Like, so basically the idea is that you you have to give something that is meaningless. Because Jesus crucifying him, getting himself crucified, wasn't enough. It didn't last long enough. That's the thing. They're basically saying that's worn off now. And again, they also consider that hard work, perseverance, and faithfulness to God will produce earnings for people. They have this belief that, like, by giving, you will gain through the church. Oh, and that a tithe of expected earnings should be given to the church. So basically, it's a doctrine called prosperity theology. And because of this, I realise that this church has been regularly attacked as being charlatans. Yeah. In the fact yeah. that they are charlatans. Mm. Um, but this is when, again, things just went fucking full on mental. Oh my God. Is the fact that basically, right, have you heard of the Temple of Solomon? No. Right, the Temple of Solomon. I've played a game called Solomon's Temple. Well, this, it was an ancient Jewish game temple. I've Solomon's Key. Solomon's Key was a brilliant... Oh, world. I think it's Solomon's Key. Yeah. Yeah, okay. fucking good game on the Atari ST. It was really good. Fucking go get that on an emulator. This is an ancient temple, right, which was an ancient Jerusalem temple. And it was basically, it was destroyed many years ago, whatever, whatever, I, I, basically. But the modern-day Jews are basically hoping, because it was there were two versions of the temple, and it both collapsed. And now a mosque exists. It's called the Dome of the Rock, which is, is a mosque built on the original site of the temple. But because of that now, <sighs> lots of modern-day Jews want to rebuild the Temple of Solomon, Solomon in Jerusalem. The one thing I know about I need... That's what You're going to say something racist against what, no, this, uh, I think he's going to say something about The Rock, the movie, where the, the, the file of green radioactive shit's rolling around. Is oh, that no. What? I do mention that often. Yeah. But Solomon's <laughs> Temple is the origin of the phrase Open Sesame. Is it? Yeah, think maybe, so. maybe. I don't know. Don't Google that in case I'm wrong. But I think I might Just be believe it. Steve yeah. and move on. 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's my favourite variation of the keep calm and carry on <laughs> t-shirts, <laughs> Steve. But the two DLR, TDLR of this whole thing is the fact that a lot of modern-day Jews want to rebuild the Temple of Solomon in Jerusalem, but because now a mosque exists where the temple exists, which I imagine is all sorts of fucking fish-shaking uh, antics related to that. But they, it means that lots of people apparently regularly hope and pray for an earthquake to occur which will destroy yeah. that mosque. If so they're not careful, them. those Jews and Muslims, they're going to get in a bit of an There's going to be a pickle, isn't there? Yeah. they make a bloody lovely half-synagogue, half-mosque building? Because the mosque they're not, just, they're Mos- not regular features <laughs> and they're not synos. <laughs> and just, and just, just all just run around each other playing tag. Or It'd playing. be great, wouldn't it? It would yeah. be great. Or pretend the other person's visible. Go, oh, can you hear a fly praying? Because I, oh. I certainly can't. Oh, what that mumbo jumbo, that lot of saying doesn't even <laughs> register. No. Anyway, this is when I realised that basically one of the links on on no, the that's, that's this not, website. That's not, sorry, it's not helpful to either no, party, no, is no, it? No, so one of these links, well, the links on this Christian website was about the Temple of Solomon, an ancient Jewish temple, and it was about the fact that they were raising funds from the churches. So this is people them taking money from people who visit churches. To to rebuild the Temple of Solomon. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. On, on this website about the Temple of Solomon, they were talking about how it was in Jerusalem and how they were waiting for this holy earthquake to happen and fuck up this mosque so they could rebuild it. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. That hasn't happened. So are you just taking money on the prospect of this happening? And then I realized, no, they were going to rebuild the Temple of Solomon in full, a replica as close as they could from biblical scriptures, which is, let's be honest, pretty fucking vague, in... Brazil, in Sao Paulo. Wow, not even nearby. And then not I realised... so much they could move it by a helicopter when it did eventually collapse. Then I realised that it actually has already happened. They started this in 2010. It's fucking huge. It's about 55 metres tall. It's like 100 metres, 100 metres. It's massive. It exists now. It already exists. You can now Google Solomon Temple, Sao Paulo. It is as close to replica of the original temple, but it's in Brazil. And built of sugar cubes. Well, no, it's built of stones. <laughs> Thank God it never rains in Brazil. <laughs> Some of the stones were actually taken over from Jerusalem, the original temple stones and shit. From the like. back of the mosque when the Muslims weren't looking. Um, so that's just like, okay, hang on a minute. What the fuck? They've actually built this insane thing. It's, it's estimated. And this was the point where I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then this is the point at which it all came full circle. And I literally sat back and went, what the fuck? was on the blog for the Temple of Solomon, this ancient replica Jewish temple they built in Brazil, of all places, was um, the construction site being visited by Renato Cardoso, who is the, the guy on the poster I saw on the tube from the Love School, right? Oh my God! Who is also a bishop for UCKG. And at this point, I then realised that his wife, who's the woman on the posters on the tube for the Love School, Christiane Cardoso, is his partner for this live ticketed show about how to improve your relationships that isn't religious, was the daughter of the man who founded the Universal Church for the Kingdom of God. At that point there, that's where you would end a private eye story. It, it would, admittedly, it would have been a private eye story that took up all the pages of the magazine. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, this, my God, that's just fuck. And this is the finale, basically. Oh, my like, God, there's more. This is the finale. It's basically, then I started looking up onto the... I, you I started, met him. Well, no, I, <laughs> then I met him for a chat in a coffee so shop. You cornered him in the street. He's dead. 
<laughs> and I killed him. No, I, I then realised... My aunt came in with a gun and <laughs> said so it's better that he dies Well, now. listen, I mean, this is the point where it's pure conjecture, but it all starts coming together. I'm like, hang on a minute, we've got this company that has... Should we get Sandra and Legal? Should we run all this past Sandra and Legal? We should run this past you... Sandra and Legal. But I realised that apparently it cost... The temple they bought cost approximately $300 million to build mm-hmm. this replica in Sao Paulo. And that was all, all done with money from... You know, it's donation money, mostly. Um, and that's the thing is I kind of thought to myself ah that's when I started putting pieces together and I didn't you know not, not saying this but I honestly I thought, think you've said that's when I started putting pieces together 15 times during this story I'm sure I have I apologise <laughs> I'm not a proper journalist well no no it's just it, there's so uh, many pieces it's, it's every, everyone is followed by a a, a revelation. It's, it, it, that's it. it's mental. It kept going and going and going, and it's, it's like, what the fuck is? How? What the fuck? But anyway, yeah. So they spent three hundred million dollars. How I feel when I do a jigsaw. <laughs> what a! It's a fucking flower. Oh, oh the bee! It's a bee coming towards the flower. Oh, no way! <laughs> Why is this all a surprise? Why didn't I just look at the lid of the box of the jigsaw? <laughs> That's true. So this, 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 like, I kind of then this started to make me think. Well, hang on a minute. Maybe the fact that this newly formed uh, construction, like labor, co- well, labor company, Portuguese labor company, from that was founded a year ago. I thought, mm, this is interesting. This company that just spent an absolute fortune on building a building with uh, religious-based money. I thought, hmm, it's interesting that this newly founded UK-based, port- well, not UK office of a Portuguese building company it starts to make me think. Ah, maybe there's something going on here with the fact that they're taking money from churches to build stuff. I thought, I suppose if you're doing that, if you're taking money from church goers and donations to build structures, then maybe it'd be wise if you're going to continue to do that to have an investment in construction and labour companies. That would seem like to me if you want to make a lot of money. So the Koch brothers, they've got every every part of the chem- petrochemical industry they've yeah. got to take down. Yeah. My cynical mind started thinking to think me, me think, well, maybe if you were interested in making money, that would be a way to make money. And then I looked up, finally... They're building Crossrail. Then I looked up <laughs> the, the father of the lady who's now doing this ticketed show in London about relationships and running this business about relationships. And this guy is called Makedo, and he appeared for the first time on, this is the thing on Forbes I found, he appeared for the first time on Forbes' billionaires ranking last year with a net worth estimated at 1.3 billion. The bulk of his fortune comes from his ownership of Reed Records, Brazil's second largest broadcaster, which he acquired in 1990 from tycoon Silvio Santos. It's not clear where he got the money to buy the company. Brazil's public ministry has probed the question for more than 10 years. Reports have suggested he used church funds, but he hasn't commented. In addition to that, he also spent 11 days in jail in 1992 on accusations of charlatanism and has been accused of other crimes such as money laundering, siphoning off church funds for his own enrichment although he was never convicted of these crimes. Apparently a lot of people high up in the church have been accused and yet not convicted of laundering money and charlatanism. So the moral of this basically in, in theory is whilst I have nothing new of logic to, nothing new that I can prove. And no accusations to make. And no make. accusations to make. What I can say is that when I saw a poster on the tube for a festival, uh, a live ticketed festival for 11,000 people about coming and enriching your relationship and thought something about that seems dodgy, it was the daughter and husband 
of a man who has been accused multiple times of laundering money and charlatanism, uh, launching a new endeavour in the UK, sponsored by a construction slash labour firm, which only started in the UK last year. Which functionally could which operate functionally as a money laundering operate. operation. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like the whole thing is incredibly, incredibly dodgy. It's a reasonable suspicion to have without making any accusations. Without making any accusations. All, the only outtake but, from this is, my God, that was a lot of mental shit. And secondly, it turns out that when I look at things with a cynical eye, I'm not entirely just being a cunt. Well, let, let's hope a podcast or a, a TV company or media outlet that's less comedically orientated picks up this bone and runs with it. Yeah, because there's the... definitely something there if you want to actually like pick up the phone or anything and not just look at websites. There's something what? there. Oh, it's yeah. itching to tell people about my anus all the way through that. Itching. Instead, you about just your anus. itched your anus. Well, I left those words together in that sentence for a reason. You seized on it. <laughs> I do need to piss now, though. Well, we should wrap up this podcast. This one that and was, a half hour fucking podcast. Well, that was fucking intense. But don't tell them how much you've edited out. They can subtract the actual runtime from that and then they'll like, no. Well, I, there's not going to be more than ten minutes taken out of it, is there? Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck you! You were already factoring in that amount of... Well, I hope you enjoyed this this insane triple piece of... That was of... fantastic. Whoa. I promise. I feel like sound effect. I promise I'll never do a journalism ever again. Why do bums suddenly explode in my face on my shoulder? Just like me, they long to we into you. Well. Are there still tickets for the Nottingham show that we're doing next week? I have no idea. There might be. There might be a couple, yeah. Um, but that's happening next week in Nottingham at Logs Pub at the King Billy. Mm-hmm. Well, next week is a month off yet. Isn't it? It's a month End off, of yeah. October. That's Log. You might not be, it might be, I don't know, that's Log shouting, it's it's next month. So yeah, there'll definitely, there'll be a few tickets left, but not that many. So if you want to get on the next month's live show in Nottingham. Yes. It is what Nottingham. is the actual date? Is it's it? November the 1st. November the 1st. And if you... November! Oh, fuck off, Log. You're having a piss. You're not allowed to be on the podcast and have a piss. Jesus. There is, there is a live show. We should definitely put the details on, because uh, I gave the wrong URL last week. I said eventbrite.com forward slash reggae features, which isn't even a fucking thing. And actually, if you haven't organised it yet, I'm doing the next day we're doing a Daft Souls, which is the games podcast that I do that these guys are also involved in. And it's on the Sunday afternoon at about three o'clock. So if you haven't booked trains and stuff, get a ticket for both and just spend an inordinate amount of time in Log's pub. You'd yeah. be mad to miss it. And also, the night before, Friday night, Tom Rizal's pod, your live adventure. He's a man who does a podcast in which you play through Choose Your Own Adventure books. You're not allowed to call them that because it's illegal because Choose Your Own Adventure is a treasure. Oh, really? Yes, um, fighting, people used to call fighting fantasy games Choose Your Own Adventure books because it's the more kind of... What's the word for it? Intuitive name to call them. Yeah. yeah. But no, no they jealously guarded that trademark and would run around you. That's like if, if id trademarked first-person shooter. Well, Everyone would just call them first-person shitters. First-person poopers. There. Are you happy now, id? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, guys. So, so anyway, Pod Your Live Adventure is on Friday night, and that's well worth going to, too. That's fucking... Friday night is my night off in the pub, so I might... And also, Midnight Resistance will be a part of it. They're, they're a couple of awesome fuckers. I, yeah. might, I might... A handful. A straggle. It's a weekend of podcasts at the King Billy. I think we should probably just put a, make a post on either the 
blog or on the Patreon page yeah. where we just explain everything that's going on. Yes. And that's We should have put them all up at the same time, but next time we'll do that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. That's called Regular Features is nearly sold out, so you really... Yeah, really Regular Features is nearly sold out, uh, you've probably still got time for the other ones. So get on that train. And if you like Regular Features, go to patreon.com forward slash regular features where you can help support the podcast. Yeah. And uh, if you, you follow support. us on Twitter, you might have seen some of the obscene birthday cards that we've been sending people. If you support Regular Features, we will send you drawings of penises and insults. To your mother. And here's two, two people who've recently become patrons of regular features that I'd like to give a personal shout out to. Joe Saunders. I'm going to go and say hello to you one day, you big beefy bugger. I love and Joe also, Saunders, he's great. He is, isn't he? Nice. Yeah. And also, Dan Harland. Ooh, you big British Airways flight steward, you. I'm one day I'm going to pummel your abs with my lips British Airways Stuart yeah he's just got a job oh, fucking no small no fucking budget airline for him yeah and he did $1.50 an episode so oh more than you. the amount required to get a birthday card thank you which is $1 and we are going to have to fucking limit that soon we're going to have to up because we're going to get inundated with, we're going to have too many fucking cards to draw soon we can't be that unique and brilliant. Mm, well, this is the problem, isn't it, I guess? Also, we got people gaming the system, just doing it for one month and getting a card and fucking off. But well, I mean, that's, that's yourself, what we're going to do. We, we, you've got to ask yourself, what kind of a person are you if you do that? Do you really want our love? I, I think we need not to send cards out to people we've got no money from because we yeah. could fucking bankrupt ourselves that way. It's just that yeah. I mean, we technically wow. could. But also I just spent like, two quid posting a card to fucking Belgium. You ha- I think what we need to do is we need to send out a blanket message that if you do that we inherently hate you so if you end up having a card on your mantelpiece from you're people you're a baddie then like it, that everything written that card is irrelevant because or even the existence of that card because we hate you because you've just gained us don't so just don't be a dick like that's a we, good rule we do think, this because we love don't, you don't patronise us and expect a card the next day that's another rule as well yeah. we are useless <laughs> but it's fine Although recently I had a bunch of people saying that they were going to pay trash regular features on the back. One thing you can support, a way you can support us that there's no way that we could be scammed is if if you're going to buy a video game, go to greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features and just buy that through those guys and we get a small cut of that. I might do that this week. I also don't pay any extra to do that and we just get a small cut because we pointed you towards that. So yeah, if you are somebody who enjoys playing video games and you don't have any other cash... Then just do that. Yeah, they often have good sales. And I'm saying that not because they sponsor us, just because they do. Do you mind if I take... And a little bit because they sponsor us. <laughs> I'm going to take the Amazon advert off our front page now because I've recently read what a fucking shitlord Amazon is. So They're not paying I don't, their I don't want any part of Amazon. I got a laptop. They accidentally refunded me for a laptop. I don't, I don't mind. I'm putting that on public record. Amazon, you fucking gave me my money back and I told you not to refund me and you did. And so I what, don't give what a part shit. of the high street did you destroy? Steve? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm taking back the money that should have gone back to the fucking taxpayers or something like that. <laughs> Fuck some mans. Yeah. That was a well. This is a two-hour podcast now. Let's go. Just go, <laughs> everyone. Stop listening to it. Just put your headphones away. I Stop it. Fucking piss everywhere now. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Come with me, and we'll be in a world of regular fajitas.